Well, hello world, and welcome to Confluence, the lifestyle where confidence meets influence. I'm your host, Charlie Marcole, and I'm so glad you joined in today. We will talk about so many exciting things, so stay tuned. I'm so happy you're here. Hey, 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 Confluencers. Welcome back to episode 20. It feels good to be back home talking to some of my favorite people. You. I missed you last week because I was trying to pack and get ready to go out of town. And before I knew it, time was up on me. Time is always of the essence and we just don't get along. I mean, I tried it, but we, we just don't get along for nothing. And actually, that is one of my goals this year to be better with my time management. But I thought about pulling something together, you know, but that's just not my type of hype. I want to bring you a show that's worthy of your time because, you know, that, that's nothing worse than to feel like your time was wasted. So and I want to make sure that it's beneficial to you. The first two episodes of this year are still trending, and I hope you've checked out those episodes. Make the vision plain, and self-love is the only resolution with Stephanie Davis. It was necessary and needed. So much so, I shared one of my deepest childhood pains with my mom after the episode aired. I always say there's freedom and forgiveness, but there's also freedom in being 40. I freed myself of something that I was holding in for decades. And it just feels good to kick off this decade with a new and fresh start. So if you haven't checked that one out, please do yourself a favor and go back and listen to it. But today, I am live in the flesh, ready to enlighten you with this week's topic. I hope your January is off to an amazing start and you are starting out your life. I am over here starting out mine and I am creating yet another vision board because I do not want to be limited when it comes to what I need and what I want in my life. I was looking at my vision board and I started adding more to it. And if you listen to that podcast, I talked about how it should have quadrants and space you don't want to clutter it with too much stuff because then it loses the focus and so I thought to myself self and then self said huh and we both agreed that my brand needs to be a little bit more detailed and the vision I want for that so that one came out and made it to a separate vision board a whole new board by itself. So I will be fasting and praying over that because there has to be a better way, child. It has to be a better way than a nine to five to stay alive. Speaking of fasting, this is the time of year that many partake in this ritual or lifestyle of fasting at the beginning of the year. So we kind of make vision boards or resolutions and we also decide to fast. And there's the Daniel fast, the full fast, the no sexual fast, no entertainment fast, the intermittent fast. You know, there's so many that you can do. Um, But here's the thing I want us to understand that it takes a minimum of 21 days for our old mental image that's embedded in our mind to dissolve so the new one can take place in jail. 21 days. And I'm pretty sure some people started fasting on the 1st of January because that's kind of like what we do. And I'm wondering how it's going for a lot of people. Um, But I am putting myself on a fast. And for me, I need to go on a no spin unless it's necessary fast. I was looking for something in my closet the other day and I found clothes, y'all, that still had tags on them for over a year. I remember when I bought it, when I was standing in Banana Republic or standing in Express or standing, you know, like I even things that I've only worn one time. 
like September 2017 was the last time that I had it on. And I don't know where I've gotten to this space in my life where I feel like things can't be repeated. I, you know, that goes back to what Stephanie and I talked about in that podcast. That's why I said, I hope that you went and listened to it. So I was like moving clothes back in my closet and I was like, oh, I didn't even want this shit. And I remember when I was dying over it, okay? Like, I had to have it. And I still haven't had the opportunity to wear it. So I really should be ashamed of myself, you know, because I work for the government. And I hear that things are going to be coming down the pipeline really soon. But nevertheless, sometimes I proclaim that I do not have anything to wear and I run out and I get things and, you know, so I can look good. I, I, listen, I, I'm telling you, I don't know what's happening to me, but it's been a shift in my focus. So I will be fasting and praying for obedience and willpower for my finances, child, like taking me to the mall. Even to Ross, to Marshalls, I can find something in Phallus Paralysis, honey. It's like putting me or equivalent to putting a crackhead in the crack house. Okay. Um, because I just shake. I love pretty things. I love glamorous things. And so I'm praying for obedience and willpower um, for me to only shop when it's a necessity such as food and gas and things for my child because if I don't need it it needs to stay there I have two closets full of clothes from top to bottom with shoes with purses with accessories you name it I have it so I want to try this 21 day thing and I want to see you know if I can really do this because I need to prepare for what's greater. Um, I need to prepare for this vision that God has given me for my brand, for my business, for myself. And I don't want to be limited when it comes to finances when they're needed. So pray for me. I pray for you. We're going to work with this through this thing and make sure that we can be obedient to ourselves. You know, because we got to die to ourselves to get great things. Speaking of working for the government, the government is still shut down. People are being furloughed and the effects are starting to pile up. Today is the 33rd day of the government shutdown, and that is the longest in history. The shutdown is affecting about 800,000 federal employees Many of them already live paycheck to paycheck. I'm telling you, y'all, like the government, like it has its great perks. But listen, a lot of us are robbing Peter to pay Paul. Then we turn around uh, pay Paul and then turn around, rob him the next week to pay Peter. Like it, it's getting real in these streets and it's getting real for the services. See, now we're starting to see it. At first, we was like, oh, that ain't my, you know, industry. Oh, it ain't going to affect me. But yes, it is, honey. And so the services that the government gives us, we're starting to feel the effects of that as well. Like I told you, parks, TSA, you know, I felt it this week at the airport, the line wrapped around IAH, which is the Houston International Airport, like a copperhead snake. So if you're traveling, be prepared to head to the airport approximately two and a half hours earlier, especially if you're going to Atlanta for the Super Bowl and you're traveling back, be sure to arrive on time so you don't miss your flight because a lot of uh, airports are starting to close terminals and making everyone go through one terminal. And so don't be like, oh, I got pre-check, boo. Listen, even the pre-check line was a complete fool. It was just as long as the regular line with the people like me. Hey, shout out to the regular crew. Hey. In happier news, these women of confluence are ready to shatter the glass ceiling to pieces. Now, four prominent female Democrats are all but openly running for president. Senator Camilla Harris of California is considered to be a top contender for 
Y'all ready for this? Because I am. Goodbye, Mr. Citrus. She is considered to be a top contender for 2020 and confirmed that she will take a serious look at the election bid. Come on. As well as Senator Kirsten Gillibrand of New York called the midterm election a pivotal moment for women and told the late night host himself, Mr. Stephen Colbert, you know, I mean, you know, you know, people should pronounce that Colbert's, but you know, Colbert in November that she would give the presidential bid a long and hard thought for a consideration. And of course, we know Senator Elizabeth Warren of Massachusetts, and we have this new sem- senator coming out of Minnesota by the name of uh, Amy that is also considering a bid. So shout out to those women who want to make a difference. So look for them and their platform because this is the definition of confident women doing influential things in their community. And I like sat back and I thought about, I said, you know what? It would be a dream to get one of them as a guest on my podcast, because you know what that tells me? If it's for women considering it, yes, the future is definitely female. Now, on to funnier things. You know what I'm tired of already in 2019? Wait for it. Wait for it. Bad eyelashes that speak before you do. Blowing in the wind and waving like, hey, you girl. Listen, I am all for enhancing yourself, but there is a point where we go too far. And I always say too much of anything is never good for you. And that is also in the hair department. Too much weave to, I mean, I saw a girl the other day with weave to the back of her knees, honey. Come on now, girl. Like at one point, do we want to make it look natural? And then I, within that same day, saw a chick whose eyelashes were waving before her hand did. The fact is everyone, you know, have their own preference on how they do makeup and what looks good and what feels good and how it should be applied and what it should look like. But if you find something that works for you, good, do that, girl. And if it doesn't work, like for real, if people like double taking to look at you now, granted, I just dyed my hair blue, black, but it looks really good. It's very complimenting on me. Not because I did it, but because people compliment it. It's subtle. You see it in the sun. It shines like a nice little hue of blue. And my undertones are blue black. So it complements my skin. But if it don't work for you, then you should stop doing it. Just stop it. And I mean, the big chunky like lashes in 2019, like... Are we going to stop doing it? I thought we left that back in 2015, but hey, who am I? But I'm telling you that bothered my soul so much. I had to bring an expert on the show to talk about it. And this week's guest is none other than Stephanie Rachel with Lash Studio, where she helps the classic woman stay flawless. She's an entrepreneur, educator, and a confluencer. She specializes in taking your normal day spa experience to the next level that leaves you feeling renewed, revived, and energized. Let's whoop it up and welcome this week's guest to the show, Miss Stephanie Rachel with Lash Studio. Whoop, whoop. Good evening. Good evening. How are you? I am doing great. How are you doing? Man, I am just trying to, you know, chillax and talk with a girl boss doing big things in 2019. Yes, yes. It's been, it's already started off like really fun. Wow. 
So tell us about you and who you are and what you have going on. Um, well, my name is Stephanie. I'm the owner of Lash Studio, which is located in Longview, Texas. Um, we perform eyelash extensions and body contouring. And I also teach the art of natural looking eyelash extensions and body contouring classes every weekend locally. And then um, I offer the classes uh, once a weekend in Houston, which is the third weekend of every month. And then I'm also the owner of Stephanie Rochelle, which is an online boutique and we carry um, clothing for all sizes. Wow. You better go and make that money. Yes, you have to have those several streams of incomes coming in. You do, especially in 2019. Like, this is the time and the future is definitely female. And if you are not counting your coins and making it monopolized for you, then you are definitely doing something wrong. Because yes. it's money to be made. It's, it's definitely money to be made. So, yes, I mean... I know you as my cousin, but, you know, we grew up together because um, we are really actually blood related. And I truly believe in if you have a platform that you should highlight and let other people know about who's in your circle, what they have going on and empower each other to do great things. So that's why I had to bring you on, cousin. Yes, I agree with that. It's all about collaboration. You have to, like, your circle is everything. Yeah, because definitely smart women do not compete. They definitely collaborate. And that's why I was like, okay, this week's guest, you know, I mean, because first of all, cousin, let me tell you that I tried. So I've always thought that my eyelashes were long, right? So I have not ever been kind of into the extension thing. Uh -huh. Oh, until I had that birthday party. Oh, my God. Oh, my <laughs> God. Took my look to a whole new level. So what, what is it about lashes that women love? What, what is it? Is it? To me, it was like the come hither look, though. Oh, I, I, oh, yes. What is it? For the most part, it. most women love it because it cuts down like on your morning routine. So you don't have to get up in the morning and put your mascara on. And most of the time, once you get eyelash extensions, you don't even need makeup because if you have like really, really dark circles under your eyes, like I do, it kind of opens up your eyes and it makes your eyes pop. And so um, you just like, you can wake up and go and you always look like you're ready and it always looks like you have makeup on and it's like wonderful as far as like saving time. Mm. But um, I think it just really, um, it makes you look awake and it makes you look um, refreshed and you can be like really, really tired. But when you have on eyelash extensions, your eyes just automatically pop. It's kind of like they have a little glisten to it. And you're like, are your eyes glistening? <laughs> yes. I, I, Cause you're right. I actually, used mink lashes so she even said they were reusable so I did them again last weekend for you know an event and I like I mean I might need to go on and invest in it because I try to keep them things on for as long as I can and but you're right it did cut down my makeup time you know and like it didn't matter that I did a nude lip or a red lip like I looked good you yes, know, I, and I didn't have a, a major beatdown on the face. I looked good. You know? Yes, it just and it's funny because um, people will notice it, but they can't really figure out what it is that's different about you. They're like, you just look different. You look refreshed, and it's the lashes every time. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. And so you'll have to try the individual lashes because. Um, a lot of times, like with the strips, like they look really, really good on you and you like them, but you can kind of sort of feel them just a little bit. For me, sometimes they'd always make kind of like my eyes just a little heavy. But then when you get the individual extensions, you forget they're on there like they just become a part of your life. You can't even tell that they're on and you don't feel them if they're done right. Because mm, yeah. I might have to get in your chair because I'm telling you, it gave me that. Voila, look, I like to call it, you know, the Kim Kardashian look, 
you know, if you yeah. watch uh, the celebrities on TV, you're like, you know, th their eyes, it just popped. And it just kind of did something to my whole complete self. It took me to a whole nother level. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, new level. I'm on a yeah. level for 20 <laughs> it's, it's really funny because um, it will definitely increase your confidence. It's just like, wow. It's something about the eyes. You know, we had it that there's those deep East Texas roots. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they kind of speak to us in slave jargon, but hey, that's kind of what helped me make it over and make it this far, 40 years, you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. just my history and my upbringing. And they often say that the eyes are the window to the soul. Do you agree? And why is that so important? Um, I agree with that and um this is i'm gonna take it on a serious side because you know i suffered with depression so mm. once you have suffered you've you've gone through depression you can always see um or tell when people are not happy or when someone has a lot going on if you just look at them in the eyes i used to wear a lot of makeup when i was going through depression because i didn't want anybody to look at me because if you really looked at me in my face or looked at me in my eyes you could see the sadness in it so um i definitely think that the eyes are the window to the soul and if you're in a happy place and you're in a, a thriving environment a happy environment and your eyes are already bright and full of life and you add eyelash extensions and you just shine Oh, you just touched on a really good point because that's how you know you're really making it over. And my podcast is called Confluence, where confidence meets influence. And sometimes as women, we look at each other like, man, she got it going on. And not knowing, honestly, that she is suffering inside, but she's working through to become better. You know, and one thing that I don't ever want to lose going through my depression, going through whatever I'm going through is my confidence because that's the one thing that still speaks for me when I can't even speak for myself. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, I have become, I'm becoming, like I, I really like the name of Michelle Obama's book, Becoming, because we, we all are becoming. Nobody has quite arrived. We're all working to get to this point. But the one way that you become is that you admit with whatever you're suffering with, whatever you're going yes. through. So that that's that's deep. You know what I mean? Like that's deep. And then you have the the uh liberty to work with women to help them see their beauty through their eyes. Because you know, uh, my grandma would say beauty is in the eye of the beholder because we think beauty also is just like on the face. But when you yes. can see beauty through your own eyes, it looks very different. It looks yes, it very is. different. Oh, and believe it or not, um, so I've been lashing for seven years. So I've come across a lot of women and I've been in the beauty industry for 15. But um, stress affects like your lashes. It affects your hair. Most people don't even think about it affecting your lashes, but it does. Like I can have a client come in for a couple of months and she's like, oh, my extensions won't stay on. My extensions won't stay on. And you're trying to figure out what's wrong. And then one day she'll be like, oh, you know, I just went through a divorce. And then I always I always stopped it. I'm like, girl, that's why your lashes aren't lasting, because stress affects your lashes. It affects the thickness. It affects the length. And then once they get out of that relationship or once they let that stress go or once whatever it is that was bothering, then automatically they're like, they're like, I don't know. My lashes are just staying forever. <laughs> so it's funny how the things that are going on in your life affect your body without you knowing that it affects your body. Wow. So it can stress can affect your eyelashes. Yes, yeah, stress affects your eyelashes, your hair, your skin, your nails, everything. Mm, so what is yeah. one thing that you would suggest to a woman of confluence that is desiring, you know, to get a new look? You know, it's a new year, new me, new attitude. You know how we are at the beginning of the year. I'm new everything. I'm even get some lashes, but she's kind of going through some things. Would you suggest that she waits or would you suggest to go ahead and spend your money and keep wondering why it's not working for you? Well, for me, because I am a, um, I am a, I don't know what word I would use. I 
go off of people's energy. So if you were to come in and you You're were telling a me that, person, you 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 look at people holistic. So if you, yeah, holistic. You, you come in and you tell me what's going on and you want them, I'm going to do them. But I may say something like now, if you're going to have like a little emotional breakdown and cry a lot, now they may not stay on and you'll have to come back um, in more frequently for feels. Um, but that's up to you if you want to do it, because sometimes just us doing the little things make us feel better. Mm, okay. So it picks us up. It puts us in a better mood. Um, so if that's something that, uh, if it does that for you, then definitely come in. Um, because it could be your pick me up. It could be something that you look forward to, but just know if you're going to have a breakdown every day, they, they coming out. <laughs> ah. They are going to come out. Now your natural lashes will not come out if they are applied correctly, but just meaning they won't last as long. All right, cousin. I might Sorry. have to really take you up on this offer because I really love the look that it presented on me, honey. Gave me that, like that Jeffrey the giraffe, but sexy, you know, yes. giraffe eye. Not like, ooh, you know, my lashes waving at you before my hand does. Not like that. But it was like, <laughs> oh, you know, like, hey, come here, you know. I even yeah, had just... some this weekend, you know, because I done got. I think I'm getting spoiled to it. And by the time I spend 10 a strip, 10 a strip, 10 a strip, because I like the good old mink. I, I don't mm -hmm. want people to look and see that line of demarcation. You yes. know, I, I don't want you to look and see that I got this <laughs> fake life going on. But now, if you're going to believe, gonna, honey. If you're going to, if you're going to, continue to wear them if you like them that much and you're going to continue to wear them you should definitely do the individuals because when you wear the strips for a long period of time because you are taking them on and off um you will take your natural lashes off so it'll come to a point where you have to wear a strip because your natural lashes will be gone oh no oh no oh no Okay. No and most of the time you get people that <laughs> cannot, cannot yeah, a lot of times you get people that come in that have been wearing strips for years that um don't they have like big um spaces in their lash line or their lashes are really fine and you'll have to do like the volume lashes which are more expensive or you'll have to do like a lash growth serum to get your lashes um you know healthy to get them growing back because lashes aren't for everybody some people's eyelashes eyelashes are not healthy enough for extensions so if you're gonna wear the strips you don't need to wear them every day all day they don't need to become part of your life because you won't have any natural lashes oh jesus well that's, that's only good to for like <laughs> the strip lashes and the flares um which have kind of gotten a bad rep there's absolutely nothing wrong with them but they are designed for events and um not long-term wear okay okay the duly noted duly noted yeah. So let's talk about the clothing line because, you know, you just mentioned that you have several streams of income. And how did this clothing line come to be? Because, you know, your cousin is really thinking about a T-shirt line, right? Because okay. I love T-shirts that have saying, right? Say it with your chest. That's mm -hmm. I'm that girl. Like if you just ever pay attention to my t-shirts, they're going to say something, you know, a message, something funny, something jokes or something like how I'm feeling. Right. So tell us how you got started with this and what made you go on this journey. Okay. So beauty industry, like 15 years, but I graduated from Stephen F. Austin with a degree in fashion merchandising. So I've actually had the clothing line for, I want to say maybe four, maybe four or five years now, but for the most part, I only sold it at my um, studio, my mm. eyelash extension studio. So I kind of tested that for a couple of years to see if anything was going to sell. So I would order uh, merchandise and then I would just put it up at my shop and then sell it. Um, in the beginning, I only carry smaller sizes. And then my clients were like, well, you don't have any larger sizes. So then I started purchasing larger sizes and um, believe it or not, they did not sell. So I was left with a bunch of merchandise that I couldn't wear. <laughs> And I was like, why did I order these? So it was in the beginning, it was just me playing around, trying to see um, uh, what merchandise worked and um, things of that nature. And then this past, I want to say it's been a year now. That's when I put it online. 
So I'm a big uh, firm believer of starting small. There's nothing wrong with starting small and testing things out. And so I tested it for a few years and then with just like my local clients or whatever, and then um, decided to put it online. So now it's online. Um, it's actually a lot more work than I thought it was going to be because I don't know why I was thinking an online boutique would be super easy, but it's like a job job. It is. Um, oh, yeah, it's a it's a job. <laughs> I'm like, wow, I feel like I'm really working and I know I am really working, but it's um, it can be feel like it. Sometimes it feels like the online boutique is my full time job. Mm. So you would so, say being a woman entrepreneur is not. A, a cake walk or you if you will or a walk in the park um no it's definitely not a walk in the park but if you um just know that if you have everything lined up and you have all your systems in place that it will eventually pop off and I think with social media people think it's like instant but when someone looks at me now and they're like oh you're doing like really really good but I've been doing this for a long time mm. <laughs> so um, it's, it, it's easy for me now. It's not like when I say, um, the online boutique is like a full-time job. It's just more work than what I thought. But as far as, um, because I'm in a different phase in my life and my kids are older, it's easy. Yes. Like I'm not stressed. I'm not uh, bogged down in anything. I'm not running around like a crazy person. I had a lady the other day ask me like, well, how do you have time to do all that? And I was like, well, I don't have babies because my kids are 21 and 15. I'm single. Um, I live in the country. So I basically work and work out. So I have all the time in the world. <laughs> but I think it's because I'm in a different area in my life. Mm, okay. Okay. So yeah. I had a lady tell me a while back that for women, you can actually have everything that you want. You just can't have it all at one time. And when she said it, I didn't agree with it. But now I was like, oh, she was right. That was good. That's that's worth repeating. Say that one more time for the people. <laughs> for women, you can have everything that you want, but you just can't have it all at one time. Mm, that just so when resonated I my, within my spirit. Yeah, when I had my kids, I had my my first one when I was 19 and so every job that I had was based around if I could pick him up or if I could get him to school and so I didn't really work I worked like 10 to 2 I'm not sure if that even classifies as working <laughs> <laughs> so now people say well you work all the time but that's because I didn't work when my kids were younger that was some good advice. That was some good advice. I I, I was going to ask you, you know, being a mom, how does uh, motherhood and entrepreneurship, um, how do they work for you? Um, I, you know, I, cause I'm a mom too, but I like to get other women's advice because sometimes we think we can't do it, but you just hit it on the nail. And that was very, very good. Now you hustle. Now you work. Now you could do all those things that, you desired to do when you were younger, but you couldn't because you put motherhood first. So thank you for sharing that. So I got the best of both worlds. So I got to raise my kids and um, do my thing later in life. And it's kind of weird because when I was younger, when, yeah, younger, like when I had my kid, I always thought that I was behind everybody. But it's kind of weird because now a lot of my friends are just now having kids or they have younger kids, which is kind of put their career on pause. And I am just now beginning to hit the height of my career. See, it's weird how that happens. Okay. I mean, you are motivating your cousin today <laughs> because you know, oftentimes I've been at this thing, not 15 years, but let's say what seven. And I'm like, God, when is my time? You know, and you just hit it on the net. Like, I can't have it all at the same time. I got to climb and keep trudging up this, even when I don't want to. Days I want to come in and throw my shoes off. No, I got to get on that laptop and still hustle or still send books or still. So, like, that is, oh, man, that just spoke to my whole spirit. Thank you, man. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Um, What is the biggest mistake you've made as an entrepreneur? I mean, having a lash studio, having your own clothing line, motherhood, teaching classes in Houston. What do you think 
is your biggest mistake that you've made as an entrepreneur? Um, when I first started out, this is, I tell this story all the time. When I first started out, I was, you know, everybody always tells you that you have to know your target market. So I knew what my target market was. I was going for um, African-American women um, who were like young professionals. And so that's who I talked to. That's who I put my business out to. And I was just putting all my energy into that. But for some reason, they weren't coming to me. And so it made me like second guess my skill. Maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe I'm not fast enough. Maybe it's because I don't take walk-ins. But um, I just kept putting so much money into that market that I didn't see the market that was accepting me. Mm. And I did that for a long, long time. I want to say a good five to seven years until I just accepted the fact, okay, well that for some strange reason, they don't want me, but I have all of these other ladies who are flocking to me that I never talked to about wanting new clients or accepting new clients or trying to grow my business. And once I started talking to them and telling them that's when my business completely changed. And, um, and I didn't do anything different. I just started talking to the right people. So sometimes we just get so focused on a certain group or a certain area or a certain thing that we are missing the people that are embracing us. So I used to be embarrassed about the fact that I didn't have any black clientele, African-American clientele. I've been doing it like, like I said, 15 years. And I think I've only had like five African-American ladies that come to me within the 15 years. And so I used to be embarrassed by that. I'm not really sure why, but I was embarrassed by it. And so now when someone says, well, you don't have any, um, you don't have any black girls on your page. I don't ever see any, um, you do any black girls lashes. And I just always say, well, y'all don't come to me (laughs) for some reason. I don't know what it is. And so I'm more confident in saying that and not be embarrassed about it. But the biggest mistake was definitely um, not, seeing that they weren't gravitating to me for whatever the reason was and stepping into a new direction. Cause sometimes we just get so focused on this one way in this one lane that we forget that there's other lanes. Wow. That's good. That's good. Steph. So, <laughs> so you can always switch it up and go a different direction. You don't have to keep straight. You don't have to keep on that path. If that path is not working for you, that mm-hmm. is good. Okay. So, what has been your greatest moment of success then? Greatest moment of success would probably be, I don't know what my greatest moment is. I, I like, I celebrate like all the little moments. I'm like one of those people. Mm-hmm. And so I think the little moments make, or I think the little moments are, every, are everything. I guess maybe the greatest moment would be, um, I guess would be, me hitting um, a financial mark that once again, I thought it was something that I was doing wrong and I couldn't figure out like, why can I not reach this number? But then basically it came down to the, it's usually something simple that you're overlooking that um, I was never going to hit my financial goal because the services that I were providing were not priced correctly. Mm. So I guess that would be it. Cause I celebrate every little thing. (laughs) I get a new client. I'm like, yes, or just whatever. I celebrate all my little moments. And that's something that um, I learned when I was going to counseling for depression. So I don't have like one moment. I just have a lot of moments. That's that's celebrate them all because it's the it's the little moments that actually build the momentum for the greatness. Mm -hmm. You know, what I mean, it's the little, the little, the little, the little, the little, then boom, you know, what I mean, like. Yeah, so that's great. That's great. Um, like we do the happy dance around my house on a on a daily basis. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, today was a good day. My glue dried fast, and I'll be dancing. <laughs> <laughs> that glue is important, honey, because if that glue is not tacky and right, honey, that, that ooh, honey, yeah, honey, 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 <laughs> honey, honey, slip off and not be right looking like now for real looking like jeopardy the giraffe the like cartoon like uh-uh no 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 we celebrate we celebrate everything we when i get home i ask my kids how was school how was your day they tell me how it was work or whatever so we we always have little moments oh my god because this is so good um i'm gonna ask you just 
one last question for us to end this interview um because you just shared some great marketing advice you shared some great motherhood advice how to balance it all you know because i mean that was just you know prolific what you said so i want to just ask you what advice would you give a woman who is sitting at her desk day in day out or sitting at her college and like saying it has to be a better way right like it, it has to be a better way she has all of this ambition inside her heart, dreams inside her head, notebooks of ideas. What advice? You know, maybe she even has kids. Maybe she even has a husband at home or a boyfriend. She's trying to have it all. What advice would you give her, a woman of confluence that's ready to start? this entrepreneurial journey? Um, the first thing I would be is, what well, first thing I would say is to really know what it is that you want to do. Cause like, you know, I teach the classes and people will come in and they're like, I have no idea what I want to do. So technically I can't help you if I don't, if you don't know what it is that you want to do. So I think the first thing would be figuring out exactly what it is that you are passionate about or, or what's driving you or what makes you happy. And once you figure that out, then just take baby steps. Like you could just do a little bit at a time. Everybody thinks that you have to just go all in when you first start a business, but you can take baby steps and those baby steps will lead into big things. Like it's kind of hard. Um, sometimes we can have families, but we still don't have support systems. Like you could be married, but your husband mm. and you have kids. So it's like you are a single mom, but you're really married. So you just take those little moments of time that you have and you set aside 30 minutes to an hour to work on your business. And if you do that every single day at the, by six months to a year, you're going to be like up and running fully and you won't realize you don't realize that those little bitty steps or those little bitty things that you're doing they add up to something big by the end of the year so i would definitely say figure it out is what it is that you want to do and then start small and do baby steps you don't have to have a fancy logo to start out with you don't have to have a fancy web page even though everybody in the world makes you think that you have that you have to spend all this money on it you don't Cause you can do it without those fancy things. You just start with the basic necessities and put yourself out. And as you grow, then you can add to your site. You can add, you know, you can change your logo. You can add to your site. You can um, get graphic designers, but until then just do small things. Mm. Yeah. I tell people, you know, it, and it's really simple things. You know, you just hit You just need a landing page somewhere people can find you. Mm -hmm. If they are interested in you, um, uh, like you say, a, a logo. Um, my first logo, I want to tell you, was designed on Word, honey. <laughs> Word, okay? Word, not publisher. Word. <laughs> okay? And you're right. I've changed it. I've changed my look. I've changed the website. Now, the name has remained the same because I am always going to be Charlie Marcole, mm -hmm. but you're right. Like that website stays the same, but the look changes, the pictures change, the branding changes, the marketing changes. We change as women. I think we evolve like every five years. Yes. What I looked like five years ago, I, I surely as hell don't look like that now. <laughs> you know? Yes. And then sometimes all the, you know, the, the fancy stuff is always great, but I always say, but are you making any money? So like two years ago, I had a, it was like a free website or whatever. And I had someone tell me that I needed a better looking site. And I was like, well, I make XX amount of dollars off this site. And she just kind of looked at me and she was like, well, you keep your site then. And I was like, I know I'm, that's why I'm not listening to you. <laughs> so wow. if it works and if it's generating income, it works. Mm. Cause it, say that again for us. Say, say that one more time. If it works and it's generating income, then it works. Because a lot of times you can go to the some of these real pretty sites or real pretty pages or whatever, but um, you don't really know if they're actually generating income. And you don't even know if the service that they are providing, people are getting quality out of that. So it doesn't, people, 
don't really care what your site looks like. It's the quality of information or the quality of the service. If you are fulfilling their need, it works. Fulfill the need, y'all. Fulfill the need. Well, cousin, I know you're getting ready to pack and, you know, head this way, but I really want listeners to know where they can go find you, book appointments, shop for your merchandise, come to, you know, an event. Please tell us where to find you at. Um, you can find me on Instagram, um, Lash Studio Skin, Lash Studio underscore skin, and then um, also on Instagram, Stephanie Rachel. Okay, and then because I need to put all this, all this booty in some of them tights, girl. <laughs> That's my new. I'm getting so comfortable at forty. Like, I mean, I know I am a glam doll. Don't get me wrong, but if I could wear jogger pants and a big T-shirt that say something on my chest, I'm good. Like, I'm good with that. I don't know if it's forty, if I'm saved. I, I don't know what it is, but I'm just like, okay, it just don't take all that. Long as my hair cute. My eyelashes look good. Give me some good mascara, you know. And then when I got my flashes on, blink, blink, real good. You know, me a bad lip. I'm good. <laughs> and see, I'm trying to get to where you are. Because I always say that you always look so cute. And I usually look like trash because I roll out of bed. <laughs> and, like, this year I've been like, okay, Stephanie, we're going to comb my hair. We're going to dress cute. We're going to do so much better. <laughs> Girl. I learned a whole lot in Paris. I know you just came back from Thailand, but I learned that it really doesn't take all of that and that that we do a lot of that to mask or hide a lot of things that we're hiding. Yes. You know, so you guys, and, and so for me, you know, simple is best. You hit it on the nail with the marketing. You know, sometimes if it works, it works. Yeah. And, you know, you could put on a whole uh, trough of makeup and not one person will tell you, you look so beautiful today. Mm-hmm. But you can, like you say, roll out of bed, brush your hair, pretty pull back on the tail, brush, you know, uh, eyebrows, because I got to brush them and I'm looking, <laughs> like, you know, a, a werewolf. And, you know, and just keep it simple. And everybody's like, oh, the glow up. You're beautiful. You're this. And I think, you know, women of confluence, we think it takes a whole lot. But no, it's just being consistent mm-hmm. and just doing it every day and working at it every day. So thank you for sharing. Thank, thank you. you so much for sharing. Thank you for having and me. And being a part of the show. Thank you for having me. It was fun. Well, thank you. And you know, we have to do something. We must collaborate, not just through a podcast, but through an event for this year as well. Definitely. We are blood related and we both have valuable brands to help women and empower women along the way so we must make that happen this year definitely definitely I look forward to it there you have it thank you Stephanie for helping women see beauty through their own eyes you shared so many nuggets of helpful tips from marketing to motherhood that will help us be better women please y'all Go like, share, and follow her and her brand. And if you're ready to step your lash game up, definitely go and sit in a chair. Please get it professionally done so you can look professionally cute. Stephanie made some powerful yet poignant tips for us to reflect on. You know what I learned? That stress can affect everything. Your skin your hair, your lashes, and really have a strong effect on how you look. It really does. Doing something small, just the little things can make you feel better when you're going through. So it is okay, y'all, to take a moment to give you a little bit of that time. And whatever it takes. So it may be lashes or it may be a mani-pedi. But do something small. It's the small things that make you feel better. But the thing that spoke to my whole complete natural soul is it's okay to change directions. If your target market is not embracing you. Woo! That right there. That's baby listen 
Because, you know, as a entrepreneur, you sit up and you look at your stats, you sit and you look at your finances, you sit and you look like, why is it not moving? Why? And it's because you got to switch up the game. And like I said, we change as women. So maybe the branding, maybe the marketing, it needs to change. So switch it up if that path is not working for you. And this also spoke to my soul too, um, because we believe we got to start off big. And she said it best, starting small and then test it out. Continue to test it out. See if it works. And if it's working for you, continue again on that path. But you don't have to go big and go home. Start off small and test it out. Last and certainly, ooh, and certainly not least, you can have everything you want, but you can't have it all at one time. Mm. Take that one and chew on that one. Because I think we think we're supposed to have it all. And I we've talked about this before on this podcast. And she said it best. You can have everything you want, but you can't have it all at the same time. Because, you know, at the end, when you try to have it all, you can't be everything to everybody and something suffers. Something falls by the wayside. So reflect on that one. Mm. And I might have to pick up next week's podcast with this. You can have everything you want, but you just can't have it all at one time. Well, that's it for this week's show. I'm off to trim the fat off my budget and complete my branding vision board. So much to do and not enough time to complete it all. I hope something that was said today will add value into your life and give you the gust of wind that you need that you've been searching for. Remember to celebrate the small moments. It's in those small moments that we build the momentum for the motivation to push forward. Until next time, be blessed and a blessing to others. See you next week. Love this episode of Confluence the Lifestyle? Head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It's very much appreciated. Thank you. Smooches.